Bionomics Community Podcast. Coming back in your ear hole with some new music by Square Pusher. We are on the terminal slam from his new one called Be Up Hello. That record is out today. And there's a new Ionosphere newsletter out today. So spend some time talking about that. Welcome you back to the Ionomics Community Podcast. My name is Mike Pomerantz. I'm your host. This is, uh, this is some news, some shilling, some music. And um, one thing it's not is financial or legal advice. Yes, I used to be a lawyer, but uh, that's all in the past. So if you want legal advice, go find the right person. Same with financial advice. But I can tell you a little bit about what's going on with Ionomy and the Ion blockchain, because there's some big stuff coming up. All right, let's get into the topic of today's newsletter. There is, uh, there is this rebase happening. And I had a good conversation with our developer, Yak. And let me go back, because back when we did this last year, when things disintegrated, there was discussion about having uh, Fornax, Yak, come on and be on the podcast. That audio got destroyed so we're gonna have to do that again but we will um because he's an amazing person to talk to has brilliant insight not just limited to crypto but we talked about the upcoming fork which will result in the dash rebase and it's pretty cool he was able to even like make it so that i could understand some of this stuff which is sort of surprising um it's it's a number of things and it is exciting, but it was, I think, conceived. This is just my opinion. Um, and if you want to tweet at me and find out more about my opinion, it's at MDP underscore ESQ or at MPOMY. Those are both me. So I think it was out of order. I think the idea, I mean, the idea for Game Grid goes back to before I was even around and it was called something else, but this suite of services to provide development tools to not only integrate uh, crypto into indie games, but also to like help create those games. Um, so that's been around for a while. The idea of a Dash rebase is more recent because as the, I, I, Ion is currently a PIVX fork or a version of PIVX. Now that these things have been around for a while and developers have had a chance and hackers have had a chance to take a whack at them, the pluses and minuses are becoming more clear. And crypto is still really young. And there's lots of trial and error. There's lots of assumptions that have to be made in order to get a project off the ground. But then you also have to be flexible as time goes through. And it's not just for, true for the ION team or the Ionomy people, but it's, it's true for every tech project I've looked at. That It goes with tokens, so that comes along a little later. But we know, uh, historically, ATP is pretty much done. I mean, it's not pretty much done. It is done. So the question is, why not just bring out the wallet and let the ATP party begin? Um, and so that's a question that I have had. That's a question I think a lot of people have had. 
uh, in the community on Discord. So the way it appears to me is that once you start to mess around with Dash, once we realize that PIVX is not a good uh, form or template going forward, and you start to mess around with Dash, it's so much better. Now, what do they advertise? I mean, the headlines for Dash don't begin to really um, break it down, but they advertise that it's faster, and they advertise that it's secure, and it has a proof-of-work algorithm. It also uses masternodes, which is kind of interesting. What you read about in the new Ionosphere newsletter is that we will not be having the new Ion as a Dash clone. What we've created is more exciting because it, again, it's really about problem solving. And the problem when you do the hybrid, in other words, I'm sure you've heard by now, after the Dash rebase, consensus, which is kind of a fundamental aspect of any blockchain, it's kind of why it exists, it will be carried out not by proof of work alone, like Bitcoin, not by proof of stake alone, like old ION, it's going to be a hybrid where if you take a, a block creation uh, period, which is, I think, I think roughly uh, one minute, um, 60 blocks an hour. For those blocks, uh, roughly, and it's, it's meant to average out, so it's not going to be every other, every other, but it will average out to half of those blocks are going to be proof of work, and half of them are going to be proof of stake, and the reward system will be paid depending on what kind of block you're on. And what you've done is address the weaknesses of each system. In other words, what's weak about proof of work? What's weak is you could have 51%, you could have double spend. What's weak about proof of stake? I mean, the kinds of problems that have been revealed in uh, sub-PIVX type projects, they're technical limitations, which make them potentially vulnerable. When those technical limitations are, when you add the complexity, or I should say the randomness of proof of work, you're really reducing the effect of those technical limitations. Similarly, when you have, uh, with proof of work, the chance for a 51% attack or a double spend attack, and also the amount of energy it takes to conduct proof of work um, algorithm consensus. The, having the proof of stake as another layer reduces those insecurities. So this is a new solution to one of the fundamental concepts in crypto. How do we make it safe? Because if it's not safe, it doesn't have any value. I mean, I realize people might look at the markets and be like, oh, it doesn't have any value anyway. But there is. Uh, as, it, a, as a currency that can be used for exchange, that can be used in the ION ecosystem, it does have value. And that value needs to be secured. That's job one. The hybrid consensus system is really revolutionary. And it 
will take care of a lot of the stuff that we wanted to address in IIP6. That means that with regard to what was reviewed and voted on last year, the reduced block reward will be exactly as it is set forth in IIP6, going all the way down to 0.5 ion per block. That is gonna basically end ion inflation. In other words, there's no other way that more ion is spit out by the chain to get it into circulation. It will only be on a much slower drip. When you mix with that, the manner in which portions of ion will start to be burned by the deflationary factors of proof of transaction, which we don't talk about in the current uh, newsletter, but it's been in the discussion a lot before, and I urge you to look back and find out about it, but it's basically, it's basically like a third-party service where we use almost like a crypto receipt to verify that third-party transactions have been, that they've occurred at the time that they are said to have occurred. That'll be in use on the ION blockchain. So that's contributing to deflation. The inflation has basically been turned off. And the idea is to affect store value. I mean, the theory is that when you have value over a number of circulating units, when you remove some of those units, the value is concentrated. And that deflationary process is going to start to take place with this fork. But that could have been done without the Dash rebase. This is the beauty of having uh, a developer like Fordax uh, on your team. Uh, he was going to be able to take care of IIP6 no matter what we did. But the exciting thing about Dash is bringing back proof of work. And you can say what you want, but the, the romance... I mean, I didn't live through it, right? So I don't have firsthand experience with this, but there is a time in the very short history of crypto where the concept of mining uh, electrified people's imaginations. And it was like the gold rush and you could go and run out to, you know, for, at first just do it on your PC at home and then with ant miners and other ASICs. So, is it a pure nostalgia trip? Yes and no. The fundamental reason to have mining in this new version of ION is to secure the network. And providing this hybrid secure approach is a better, it's a better mousetrap, plain and simple. But you say, well, okay, we know, we, wh well, what are we going to do with mining? And I think some people had a thought that maybe we should mine ion or maybe that's how it'll end up. I, I don't, I, I hadn't thought of it. Uh, I just knew that proof of work would be part of it. But now that this design is fairly complete and just about ready for implementation, what I have uh, learned is that it's not gonna be mining for ion. It will be mining for tokens. And my first reaction to that, frankly, was a little skeptical because I said, why would anybody want 
tokens, why would anybody, I mean, where, what's the tokens value proposition? Unfortunately, I'm not permitted to tell you what it is just yet. Uh, there'll be more newsletters, more, more podcasts, etc. But we can say that it's going to be part of the ecosystem. So it'll be used somewhere on the Ionomy platform. But to a certain extent, I think you need to, I, what I needed to do is to readjust my expectation of mining. In other words, this is not a, this is not an instant replay of what we saw uh, five, seven, ten years ago with mining of Bitcoin. This is in part to show off our ATP platform because initially the idea was to just get a machine and run it. And then if, you know, you could run more machines or you could run a specially made machine, uh, you could increase your chances. And that's not really, that's not really the model here. The incentive is not so much to make money with mining, although if there's a dramatic increase in value of the token that is being mined, then I guess that could happen. But when it doesn't have a strong value proposition, at least as of the moment of this podcast, then you say, well, what is the incentive? The incentive is to take part in the community. In other words, it's more of a uh, social phenomena, really, than an economic one. Um, and if we're right about ATP, and of course, I think we are, then value could be fantastic. And you say, well, how do you know uh, that some token is going to get value? Well, you don't. And that's why this is the, uh, this is the legal disclaimer podcast, uh, not financial or investment advice. But what you do know is that it has happened before. And although there is no specific attempt to recreate the conditions that caused those, whatever it is, 9,000% increases in value, I do think that anyone who says this will never work has been already proven wrong. But other than economic considerations, in other words, if you don't look at it as a get rich or get rich quick uh, scam, then you're participating in securing the network. You're getting something that hopefully is of interest to you in terms of its utility because you are connected to this ION community and Ionomy platform. And we think people will just want to take their shot uh, at mining. Maybe they have it for a while and it's time to get back into it. Um, maybe they missed out like I did. Uh, and uh, at least before too many blocks are made, this is something that could be done pretty easily. Um, and you could get a lot of whatever this electron token ends up being. But that'll, you know, that'll change. Um, but we'll see. We'll see if people are into it. I think they will be. So that's the hybrid consensus plan. The rewards are just like they were discussed in IIP6. 75% uh, of each block goes to masternodes, 25% goes to stakers. Yeah, we're gonna start to see some interesting changes as these 
uh, economic models get implemented, the new economic model gets implemented. So onward and upward, the, uh, the use of game grid on a fully integrated platform is gonna be of benefit to everyone because the concept has been built and tested and now with all the additional options that we get from a more complicated dash base, especially the way it's been implemented with the hybrid consensus, that's gonna give us a lot more options. Waiting until the new code base was ready uh, was the selection that was what was uh, decided by the team instead of finishing game grid and the electron wallet and then changing it up again after the code base do the rebase first and then put out the rebased version of the wallet again these things have been pretty much in the bank um, but we wanted to put everything on hold and make sure that the rebase that we could take full advantage of it and that's that's kind of how it's going down so uh, there's your Ionomy and Ion update. Very excited to see the new, uh, the new blockchain go into action. And, um, you know, keep your eyes and your ears out on social media. Tweet me if you have particular questions. And we'll just uh, get ready for what comes next. But I um, want to thank you, as always, for listening. Uh, remind you that nothing in this podcast is to be construed as legal or financial or investment advice, go talk to a professional if you need that. Um, and then beyond that, uh, this is an MPOMI production, which means that it's coming from me. I mean, I'll tell you when I've got official things to say, but for the most part, uh, you're just getting me sneaking out of the office and uh, giving you some insights and thoughts. And we're going to uh, look forward to doing this a lot more in 2020 than we did last year and we'll get yak back on we'll have uh have some more contact with other team members and we'll keep you posted on everything 2020 is looking to be a pretty interesting year for ionomy and we're so glad you're going to be here with us.